Hello, this is your host, Cheryl C. Jones, with a warning. This podcast contains true stories of individual genius that may inspire you to take action in your own life. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Getting the Best Results Podcast where each week we talk about shortcuts or techniques that will help you get the best results in life and business. It's all about learning a new method or approach or possibly an insight or an idea that will contribute to your life in a positive way. I'm your host, Cheryl Jones. I'm an author, facilitator, and professional speaker. My focus is on helping individuals and small businesses break through their common thinking to create bigger, better, bolder results. You can find me at simplythebestresults.com, where you will find lots of resources to help you break through. Now let's get on with this week's show. This week, our guest is Tammy Gullen. Tammy works with conscious women leaders to access their missing tools, those missing tools that allow them to show up and lead in a more impactful, authentic, and connected way in their lives, relationships, work, and in the world. These women leaders can look a lot of different ways, but most of them are business owners, service providers, and professionals who are high-achieving, creative, and resourceful problem solvers. They have typically experienced high levels of success in their life, and they have one or more areas in their life that they'd like to change, improve, or evolve so they can make a bigger contribution. Please help me welcome... Tammy Gullen. Welcome, Tammy. Hi, Cheryl. It's wonderful to be here. Well, I'm so glad you're able to make time for us today. It's, I've been waiting and excited about having you on the show because I know that you bring a unique perspective to just you know how we see the world and how do we achieve results. And I just know that there's so much goodness there. I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to be here as well and really thrilled to spend this time together and I can't wait to see what unfolds for us. Oh, exactly. Well, this is intended to be, you know, a conversation um about about getting the best results and what it takes to do that and how you've achieved that. And I know that you have a lot of wonderful skill sets but very often it's more about that innate genius that you bring to the table, those unique gifts and talents that people bring to the table that make them successful. They've figured out how to capitalize on them. I like to call it their genius, their, you know, that, that uh, unique quality that really has helped those individuals make it a success somewhere in their lives. That's, Success doesn't always mean about business. Sometimes it's personal success or relationship success. So before we really get into all that goodness, all that kind of uh, you know genius portion of it, I think it would be helpful if our audience knew a little bit more about you. Would you be willing to share a little bit about your background and upbringing and kind of what's brought you to this point? I'd be, like, I'd be delighted to. So I maybe don't have a typical background and upbringing, but I will share with you some of the things that I think have shaped my life specifically. I was born very empathic and intuitive, only I didn't actually realize that was true about myself until later in my life. 
And through the course of living my life, I understood and learned that everything is energy, everything. We are, our thoughts are, um, the chair we're sitting on is, everything is energy. And what I discovered is energy is actually our first language. So some of us are just more naturally in tune with that language. Some of us really just pick up and see and feel that language. And here's the thing, everybody can learn to be more in tune with that language and enhance their energy skills. And you might think, well, that's great, but what does that do for me? It actually creates better results. It helps you live on purpose, and it helps you experience more joy and more fulfillment in your life, in your relationships, in every area. So it's not just like, oh, that's a nice to-do. It totally Mm -hmm. makes a difference. It's a game changer. But what happened for me is (laughs) being very intuitive, being very empathic, how I actually began to understand that energy was my first language, that we speak, that we understand. And what happens when you actually don't manage that energy (laughs) is when I was growing up. Because I grew up the youngest of what I consider 14 children, and I'm going to explain that a little bit more. I had, in my family, there were six children. In my aunt and uncle's family, there were eight. But we grew up in the same house. We grew up in a big farmhouse in Wisconsin. Yeah, and so there were were 14 kids, and I was the youngest and smallest of all of them. So you can imagine with 11 boys and three girls (laughs) on a dairy (laughs) hog farm in Wisconsin, it was anything but calm and quiet. (laughs) I can imagine. This was the perfect place for me to really um, have the opportunity and the challenge both to be an empathic intuitive. So it really took me a a long time to discover that (laughs) why I never felt, air quotes, normal. Like, why did I never Mm -hmm. feel normal? And then also how to understand and embrace these gifts that I had and then hone them. Because when I honed them, I learned how to use them to help myself and then to help others, how to leverage and manage their energy. And actually from all of this, I developed a body of work called Energetic IQ. And that is about understanding and applying specific energy skills and tools that allows people to be much more engaged in their life and in command of their own energy, their experiences, and their results. And that's, that's what I talk about, having a higher level of Energetic IQ. We all have a baseline. And it's different for everybody, but you can enhance that, and it will enhance your life. Wow. So if we could – oh, okay, so I have so many questions right now. But um, if we could go back to your childhood, and (laughs) what was it it like being one of 14 kids in this house with this – it sounds like a unique sensitivity that maybe the others didn't understand or even have – Surely they had, but they didn't have access to the knowledge or the awareness, maybe. How did that play out for you? It was a lot of things. It was overwhelming. It was confusing mm-hmm. because I would be going along, you know, playing or whatever, and all of a sudden I'd have a headache or my stomach would hurt out of nowhere. Oh. And I'd be like, and I wouldn't know. I thought that was just something going on with me. And a lot of the times it actually wasn't even my own energy that I was sensing and feeling. And I would see different um, energy orbs as a kid, and I just thought, oh, I must be crazy. Like, I'm not seeing that. And so these are the conversations I'd have in my head about what was happening for me. And it was interesting. It was intimidating in many ways to have all this energy and being so sensitive. And I didn't understand um, 
and this was even outside of the home I grew up in, but going to school, I didn't understand why and how people could be so mean to each other. It didn't make any sense to me. Like, it did not compute. And I think because I could feel that, that wasn't really our true nature to be like that and to show up in the world that way. And that was really outside of my, my family of origin, but more in the in the world, but as a young child. So were you, um, so I heard a couple things. So one was, were you picking up other people's maladies or their stomach aches or their headaches, or was it, do you think your body was overwhelmed with just so much, picking up so much energy from so many different people? I could feel the energy of other people. So a lot of times okay. it was that. It was I was actually tuning in, to, and I didn't know it. it. You know, like all of a sudden I'd be like, wow, what's go- why, you know, out of nowhere, what is happening? It took me a long time to figure out that was what was going on because as an empath you can feel other people's energy, emotions, as if they were your own or even amplified. And so that was very, that was just really confusing to me. I'm like, I don't get this. Like, what's going on? Um, and I would absorb other people's energy. And I think that was sort of my my energy system way of trying to process and get it out of me in a way or to be mm-hmm. of service in another way. So uh, it took me, like I said, a long time to un- unravel all these pieces. But it was like the perfect laboratory to be like, oh, this is what happens when there's a lot of energy and it's not managed properly, and here's what's going on, and to really start to learn from that learning lab. <laughs> yeah, you definitely had a hands, hands-on training experience there. <laughs> and I, being with animals, you know, being on a farm, it was a very grounding experience. So that was great because I had all these energetic and intuitive skills that it was hard for me to be in my body, like reside in my body, but then I had these other grounding forces around me that helped being in nature, being around animals, to kind of help to put me in. And my mom was very structured, and so I think that also helped to ground me in very practical ways. So it was kind of like having this mix of things going on that then later helped me to apply all those things I learned in a practical way in the world. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, those of us who've not lived on a dairy or hog farm at all or <laughs> anything like that, you know, don't really have a real sense of what that is. But that, in my observation, let's say, you know, to mm-hmm. me it seems like it's a very, like you said, connected, earth-grounded kind of mm-hmm. environment versus maybe somebody who grew up and, you know, was born in a major city, you know, like maybe New York City or something that was much more um, high energy, constantly go, go, go kind of thing. And I could see mm-hmm. how that really served, could serve you in this, this scenario, you know. Um, boy, I can't even imagine what a child with your sensitivity coming into one of those other environments would, they'd probably be bouncing off the walls, you know. Bless yeah, heart. I think I that's true. So. I, I do think that's true. Another yeah. piece of just being on a farm and, and being raised on a farm is there's a routine that you're part mm-hmm. of, and there's also the rhythm of the seasons that supports you. And so those are grounding forces as well. So those can be really beneficial, even if you're in a big city, if you know how to tap into that support. And is that where the energetic IQ comes in, in terms of managing your energy? Is that what you're referencing, is tapping into those those seasons or those cycles? And is that part of that? 
it's part of it. It's not the only part of it. A lot of it, it has to do with understanding how we're each individually wired because it's different for everyone. So when you can understand how you're wired, it helps you to uh, navigate in the world and in your world in a much more um, confident way, but in a much more successful way. Because if you're trying to do things other people's way, but that's not how you're actually wired, it is a huge source of frustration. And you might be wondering, why can I not get to where I need to go or where I want to go or create these results? So it is about managing your energy. It's about understanding it. And it's also about tapping into resources that you maybe haven't thought of that are here actually to help support you. It can be rhythms in your environment. It can be routines. But it can also be uh, your own internal wisdom that maybe you're turning to the outside world a lot for answers. And it's okay to be taught and to learn things, but then to take it back within yourself. What resonates? What is my truth within this bigger scope? Mm-hmm. That, that's exciting. So it sounds like to me that if people have had difficulty um, following somebody else's rules or um, doing it as, in a prescribed way that – it may not be that there's a problem with them or a problem with the source of the organized process, but maybe it's just it doesn't fit with their energetic pattern or energetic IQ, if you will, like you were just describing. Yeah, yeah I know somebody exactly. like that. <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do know somebody. Okay, it's me, because uh, you know you can give me the you can give me the recipe for the cookies, but I'm going to add more chocolate chips and probably more cinnamon and maybe even some more vanilla. Just because. Okay. And that's part of being a unique expression of who you are. Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. we all have our own recipes. Yes. And isn't that what we want? We don't want to, most of us don't want to be like everybody else. We want to, we want to be our own, our own version of us, you know, and not a copycat of something else. Yeah. Ultimately, so, well, that's at least true. Pre- and, yeah. yeah. Ultimately, that's true, and there can be fears that come up with standing out and being different. Mm, True, absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit more um, about uh, your genius, because I think you've already kind of encapsulated it and or kind of broken it down for us in terms of of the um, empath and intuitive nature of things, but not but, and um, I want to talk about how that's worked out for you. So typically I asked her in this podcast, uh, you know, what is it that, what is your genius and, you know, how has that supported you or how have you leveraged it in this world to to have success? So mm-hmm. how would you describe your genius? <laughs> it's such a great question and you have to really think about that because sometimes we're so close to it. It's like we can't see it. It's like right there. Um I would say my genius, as it's been reflected back to me, is utilizing my empathic and intuitive skills to read energy, to see and perceive what other people can't see or mm-hmm. sense, so it would be unseen. Um, in addition to that, I would say I am naturally wired to be a catalyst for change for my clients and for people in my life. It's not something I sought to do, but it is something I carry with me all the time and have just learn to turn and lean into it and embrace it. But that looks a, awesome. a few different ways. Um, yes. This idea of this, yeah, this idea of this empathic and intuitive skills and this being a catalyst. So um, 
one way it looks is that I help my clients identify energetic, what I call anchors, holding them back and, and help unhook them from these anchors because that tends to be what keeps them stuck. And that prevents them from being successful in the area they most want. So maybe they have an amazing business, but in their relationship, their personal relationship, they're just really struggling. And so the thing about it is these anchors can be mental, they can be emotional, spiritual, physical even. But as we talked about, everything is energy, including each of us. And we have an energetic field that surrounds us and our physical body. So energy from the past can actually get stuck in our, in our physical body and our energy field. Our habitual thinking can get us stuck in patterns and what I call like ruts. You know, you're in a rut. You can't like think your way out of it. And then heartache and heartbreak from the past, from life experiences. Like life has curveballs, right? We experience different mm-hmm. things. And that can constrict our energy, too, and what is possible for us and limit what we see that's possible for us. And we can get stuck in these loops like Groundhog Day. And so that's one of the ways. And that's not a fun place to be. You know, you watch the movie and you're like, all right, already, like, make a change, right? And it's that energy of, (laughs) oh, I can't stand this one more day. Right. And another way that looks is uh, I actually receive downloads for the missing tools the insights, the techniques, what I call the specific recipe, because there are recipes. We each have our own recipe to help each of my clients to get the results they desire. And the thing of it is, we are each unique individuals, and that is what happens. Those These missing tools are unique to the person in front of me. So using these tools and helping them to apply them forges their own path to success. The That's other amazing. thing that happens... It is fascinating because when someone enters my energy field, when my client and I are working together, I actually call in their spiritual helpers, their divine team I call them, and together my client and I and their team work together, and then I am shown their path forward. I can see and discern where they're getting stuck or why they're not getting the results they want, and I can see the path forward. And so as a guide... It is cool, and it's such an amazing um, honor, truly, to be in someone's life mm. in such an intimate way. And I call myself a guide on your side because that is really how I work with my clients. I support them to identify their priorities, to focus on them, and then to take the action needed to get the results they want. And the thing of it is, people can say, well, you should prioritize this or that or the other thing, but that that's not you as a person. You as a person have your own values and your own priorities, so that's what we're looking to help you implement. And so we work together then to apply the insights and the breakthroughs that come through so there can be lasting transformation, not just like, oh, yay, I got a new idea, but I don't do anything with it. It's actually gotcha. applying that. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a and question because you said yeah. – uh, let me ask a quick question. Um, yeah. You said when they, my clients come into my energy field, do you have to be present with them or, you know, is that a metaphor or tell me about that? It's a metaphor. Uh, they don't ha- – actually, I work with all my clients online and over the phone um, with the rare exception of a few live or in-person events. So I do this all remotely, and I can tap into their their part. Like when we join together, we kind of create a field of our own, and within this field is where these activations and the and the catalyst, catalysts take place, the changes and transformation take place. And then with their spiritual team as sort of my board of advisors, 
they direct and guide me as to what's first, second, and third, and how to best help the client. Very cool. Tell me some more about how you know how you use your skill sets and, and to support p- people. So when I collect, and I really my work with my clients is very collaborative. So I help them to uncover their resistance and self sabotage. So we talked a little bit about like everybody wants to have their own voice and, and their own self expression, and ultimately that is true. And we can get. Uh, trapped in or stuck in resistance and self-sabotage because on one level we totally want to be out there expressing ourselves and making our biggest contribution. And on another level we're like, oh my gosh, how about I just stay behind the pack and like keep myself a little bit hidden or smaller so that I'm not at the forefront and maybe subject to people who might say, you know what, what are you doing? Or who do you think you are? Or whatever that is for us. So our ego wants to keep us small. But the whole piece is to bridge all of that to break through the ego, to really tap into the bigger contribution coming through you. And my work with clients is about helping them own their power, their truth, and to really trust themselves in areas they weren't able to. And sometimes that means putting themselves out in a way that they are not accustomed accustomed to, which can be uncomfortable, and yet when they do it, it can be extremely liberating, and then that starts the momentum towards a bigger life. Mm, really cool. Very cool. So there is no nutshell to be able to. I mean, all of that is your genius, <laughs> is what I hear you saying. It it's all flows just, together. Yeah, it all flows together. So if I was going to try to encapsulate it a little bit, it sounds like it's it's um, you know it's it's your empathy or that's not the right word because that's a different word. You're being empathic as well as intuitive skills and connective skills and and listening skills and so forth, all of that blended together to to be of service to others. That's that's yeah, it's just not it's not just like, oh well I can play the guitar really well or something. It's not, <laughs> nothing that singular, you know, or that's that and not that that's small. I mean, you know, there's some fantastic guitar players out there. Uh the thing is is, you know, it's 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 broad and I think that maybe more if we were all to really sit down and look at our what our genius is, I think we would be able to, or should be able to describe it as you've described it. You know, and it sounds like every 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 opportunity you are working with a client, you are in your genius. And how cool is that? I mean, just the energetic fulfillment and, you know, would be really I think would be pretty awesome. I think is that is that the case for you? Absolutely. And I really believe that we're all multi-talented, multifaceted, and sometimes that having those multifacets can be challenging to describe or try to help people understand how you can contribute. Yet there is a way to bring all of our gifts together in how we contribute to the world. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right about that. Well, and, and so so far you shared uh, shared with us how your genius serves others, which is and how you got how you discovered your genius. So I'm curious to know how your genius has helped you achieve mm-hmm. more, or you know, get what you've wanted, you know, or create create your dreams. Mhm. It's a great question. In so many different ways, really. Like there's general ways, there's specific ways. Um I'm going to start with personally. Personally, it has helped me to be a better person in the world, a better mom, for sure, wife, mm-hmm. 
and to be able to help others and to serve others. And that is a driving factor for me. I am definitely wired to be of service. Specifically, you know, if you want to talk about results or, or goals, I have written two books. I've contribute to, contributed to several others. I have been able to speak and, and in ways, you know, speaking, I would avoid speaking before. You know, I didn't really <laughs> want to speak. I didn't feel comfortable speaking. I didn't like speaking. And I ended up really embracing that. And I was in Toastmasters. I was actually the president for a while. I've spoken on bigger stages. And I've been able to live my passion through my coaching business for the past 17 years. And it has not always been easy. It has not always been a straight shot. You know, I laugh because I say, you know, your path sometimes goes uphill. It's not just like, oh, there's a flat, straight surface that goes directly to where you're going. Um, And then just generally helping me to let go of patterns and habits and beliefs to trust myself more, to focus on on getting the right things done. And by right, again, using air quotes, like the right things for me, becoming Mm -hmm. more congruent to who I am. And knowing that just because my past, like I think it can be super easy, especially as an entrepreneur, to look at other people and be like, oh, I should be doing that or that or this. And to to really start letting go of that and saying, you know, their path has nothing to do with me in terms of what I'm doing. My path is my path, and it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. So being able to trust that and lean into that more and more, finding my own voice, getting out of my own way, like all the things that I help my clients do, I also continue to do using the genius, using the intuitive and the empathic and the guidance that I receive. That's awesome. And and, and have you done continu- continuing ed or something that has helped, helped you hone these skills? Or what you know? What have you done to to kind of grow them, if you will? Absolutely, I'm constantly growing my skill set. I'm constantly learning. I am such a lifelong learner. I just cannot help myself. That is totally who I am. <laughs> and so, lots of different ways. You know, it could be trainings. It can be books. It can be applying what I know. Um, but I'm I'm constantly doing things to upgrade my mindset, my consciousness, to let go. And sometimes it's just life. Your experiences in life, you are met with challenges, and you it's like, okay, it's not about reading something in a book. It's like, how am I going to live this moment? And it's falling down. It's getting back up. It's falling down. It's trying something new. It's falling down. You know, it's, like, it's a constant practice, and that's where the real change happens is in the moment. And I'm not perfect. Yeah. It's, all, it's a work in progress, right, every day. Every Aren't day we day. all? Absolutely. <laughs> And I think if we can just understand that, we can be a little bit more gentle with ourselves in the process. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, that makes me think and, and, and to ask, are there some practices or activities or things that you would recommend that others do to help them tune in and, and get on board with, with themselves, if you will, uh, to be more in alignment with their own energy and purpose? Absolutely. So there's a couple things that come to mind, and the first one is to be in your body. And you might think, what in the world does that even mean? (laughs) So in our society, in the United States, we tend to value people who are in their heads, intellectually um, wise and academically savvy, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
But if we are spending our life in our head, we're actually disconnected from so much wisdom and power because our body is our vehicle. And when we're up in our head trying to figure things out or when we're worried about the future or when we're you know, focused on the past, we're not in this present moment. And the present moment, like being here now, is really our only point of power. So when we began to pay attention to our body, to the raw sensations moving through our body, to our feet on the floor, to our seat on the chair, to our heart beating, to our breathing, any of those things can help you to be, become more in touch with your body and to begin to reconnect to the wisdom and the power that is held within the body and being connected internally. So that's one thing. That's great. What else? Um, the second thing is to really learn how your energy works because, as I mentioned, we're all wired differently. And we have each uh, an energetic blueprint. And this blueprint, when you understand how you take in and process the energy of life around you, then we can be much more masterful. We can become much more masterful, masterful because it's a practice to hear and know what's true for us, for us, how to make decisions, how to move forward in our life. And that makes our life a lot better. It's easier. It's more fulfilling. And one of the things, just even generally for energy, to become, just to become more aware of the energy in and around you. So, for example, notice its effect on you. If you're with a lot of people, how do you feel afterwards? Do you feel good? Do you feel uplifted, expansive? Do you feel tired and drained? And notice when you walk into rooms, like, does it feel good in the space? Or does it feel like, ooh, something's heavy here? Just become more aware of the energy in and around you, and that will put you more in touch in your own life as well. And then I talked about this a little bit more uh, earlier, but tuning inward to find your answers. So really, like, yep, you can learn things and see things from the outside, then take it back inside and, okay, what's true for me here? And then what, what's my next step? Asking internally and then following this guidance will be practices that totally support you in living a life that, again, is more fulfilling and joyful and connected. And these are all tools and things that can be developed and strengthened. So don't feel like, oh, I don't have any of these or I don't do this. It just Okay, it's, you just start where you are and they can all be developed and strengthened. Awesome. So we're not going to be reading each other's minds immediately. Not that you do that. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe with some people already do that. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Sorry. I, I think I saw a television show that triggered that for me. <laughs> I was like, man, that guy's good. <laughs> well, you know, if you have a pretty... Uh, precocious child, they were, they're already reading your mind, you know, as a oh, parent. So, you know, that, you've probably had that experience. Yes. <laughs> that and a pair of shih tzus, yeah. That, That's right. No, don't even <laughs> exactly. think the word treat. <laughs> so, um, you know, it sounds like really cool things are happening for you. I'm excited, um, um, you know, for what you're doing because this is such a cool science to yeah. to be involved in, and uh, it makes me more and more curious, you know, to to learn more myself. So, what is next for you? What or is there something you're currently working on that you would like to tell us about? Sure, I, I would love to. 
Well, personally, uh, speaking of transitions and helping people in transitions, <laughs> we are heading into a move as a family, as part of oh, a family, okay. and I'll, I'll say more about that, out of the state of Colorado and to a location really to be determined. We don't know just yet, but it's in the works. And our children, one is graduating from high school, one from college, and they're going to be going on their own path. So we'll soon to be empty nesters in a new community, which will be very exciting, interesting, and sad all at the same time because that's yeah. life, right? It's not just one thing. It's a lot of things. So that that's kind of big for me at this point. And then professionally, it will be bringing my energetic IQ body of work out more widely into the world. And then currently, at this moment, uh, I'm opening up my calendar to work with a few select women who are navigating a lot of transitions or entering a brand new territory or have some big turning points in their life, and they're really ready and wanting to come up the other side stronger and more in command of their life and results. So um, just a few, you know, just a few people. I'm, I'm not working with a lot of people right now. I'm really focused in, but that is uh, what I'm up to as of this moment. Oh, that's exciting. So, uh, listeners, get you know, in a minute she's going to tell you how to get in touch with her, so don't delay because the calendar's <laughs> going to fill up. <laughs> hey, don't want to put any pressure on you or anything. So, <laughs> Anyway, so back to you, Tammy. Um, what is the best way for our listeners to reach you? How can they find you? Best way is to email me at... Tammy at TammyGullen.com, and my name is spelled T-A-M-I at T-A-M-I-G-U-L-L-A-N-D.com. And then you can also visit my website at www.TammyGullen.com to take my energetic IQ quiz. So this is a way to really get a pulse on where you're at right now, and it's the first step to uncover what else is possible for you. It's a really great mm-hmm. exercise to help you focus in on what's what's happening right now and where do you want to go. Man, that sounds like something I need to do, definitely. Well, I might look into that. <laughs> Terrific. Awesome. Well, that's nice that you offer that so that people can kind of start getting a taste of um, kind of and some feedback on where they are and see if that's mm-hmm. a, a good fit for them. So that's awesome. Well, now's the time that we kind of wrap up the show, and we kind of, I, want, I typically try to pull out a few characteristics or key points that kind of struck me, um, you know, along the way. And I really, there were a couple things that really touched me in terms of, you know, you, you're talking about have, helping people make their biggest contribution and own their own power and to trust themselves. And I, and I, I don't know if men do it as frequently as I think we women do, but very often we question ourselves or we, you know, we we have second thoughts or we doubt. Um, I think men do it too. They probably just not as often as as maybe I do it. So let me just speak for myself <laughs> and not all women on the planet. But um, I thought, you know, that that seemed really really important to me. And then the part where you talked about being present in your body and just reconnecting, and you you said you know, like your bottom on the chair, your feet on the ground, and all of a sudden my feet went to the ground, you know, and my attention went to that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, how often do I neglect even, neglect my feet, you know, even thinking about my feet? Um, And I'm noticing that my left one is aching a little. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, it's like, oh, I need to probably get back in touch, but 
that's part of that grounding thing. And I know that, you know, so often I am in my head. I'm way up there in the clouds. Oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. And I've got all these to-dos and weird energy going on, like swirling around above my head of the, the things. They're not just to-dos, but things to think about or experiences I'm recalling. And that's not present. That's someplace else. That's not present in my body. So I I might I might just do a little little trick that I have other people my my coaching clients do, and that is I tell them to put sticky notes around their house. So I think I'm going to have my I'm going to put a sticky note on my mirror that says think about your feet or just feet, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe another one that says you know pay attention to your shoulders. Where are your shoulders? Are they rounded or are they back and up strong? You know feeling mm-hmm. strong just to help me to develop some body awareness if you will and i don't mm-hmm. that's totally different than what does my body look like in the mirror this is just like getting in contact right. with my body that's so right. that awareness i can see um could really just that sim- those simple things could really help me be more in touch with like my authentic energy so mm-hmm. when i step into a crowded room or um an event on which you know or or w- interacting with the neighbors or whatever I can be more solid in who I am and not separate from my body. That's what I'm Absolutely. taking away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were there were two other things you said that were associated with like being in your body and turning inward. And you said um, asking yourself, "Is this true for me, or what's true for me?" And it's like, oh yeah, you know, how often do we we're trying to do the pros and cons list on making, and when we're making a decision. Or we have an emotion and we're like, why do I feel that way? And I think if we were to stop and and say, well, is this true for me? Is that really my stuff or somebody else's? That could be a really good insight. Because mm-hmm. I, like you, pick up other people's energy and don't even know I'm carrying it around. And, like, you know, sometimes I have to take a shower at the end of the day if, if not yeah. uh, just to get the energy off of me. I may be clean mm-hmm. otherwise. <laughs> yes, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I think that was that was some of the things that were uh, real big takeaways for me. Um, so thank you so much for you know just sharing your insights and just who you are in such an authentic way. Because I mean I don't interview a lot of people that have the skill sets you do. I'd like to interview more of them because I think they're interesting and exciting. Um, and and it I learned something new and different too. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say before we close up our program? Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. It's just been a pleasure and a treat, and I am so excited for you and all the listeners to begin to play with some of these tools and just see what happens for you. Of course, there's many, many more, but start where you're at and be gentle with yourself. That's the key. Mm. Definitely. I think that's a really good recommendation. Well, that's great. Well, cool. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening today. If you enjoyed the show, please give it a five-star rating and review us and subscribe because we're going to have really cool people coming in the weeks to come. And this has been your host, Cheryl C. Jones of SimplyTheBestResults.com. And I look forward to seeing you or knowing you're there, if I don't see you, in the future. (laughs) So you guys take care, and thank you for joining us for Getting Simply the Best Results. Take care, you all. Thank you.